Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hi, I'm Jason Neal, one of the co-owners of PW United. I must warn you that the Yellow Block podcast contains some strong language and adult themes. So be warned and enjoy. Welcome to the Yellow Block, PW United podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. I'm Jared and tonight I'm joined by Kisby. Good evening. And Sam. Good evening. How are you chaps? You both well? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, I think so. Good, good. This uh, episode is a bit delayed and we wait until after the transfer window shut just in case we, I don't know, um, signed Mbappe or someone someone of note. Um, we did get some comments though on the postponement. We announced it. Um, Josh said, absolute disgrace. Travel from London for this. Charlie McClellan said, uh, disgusting. I was already in Spotify. What a joke. Love that. Uh, Connor McEwen said, uh, hashtag kids be out, which I retweeted and favorited um alan smith i'm getting my placard and compo uh and compo face ready he'll be joining tim when he could be with his uh banners <laughs> banners and placards and uh, paul cashman said what a joke i traveled from kettering bought a kfc from london road and i paid parking <laughs> to listen to the podcast and you cancel last minute can i get a signed shirt as compensation no is the answer paul but i uh, appreciate the tweet um, since we last recorded, we've played once, won once. That's right. It's a 100% win record for Fergie Jr. in his fourth coming as manager. That's all coming up on the Yellow Block. Before we begin, we've got some massive news. Uh, Tim's nemesis, Errol, um, has deleted their Twitter account. Um, I, for one, am quite disappointed because I think he was... Um, I'd have got a vote for host of the season, I think, because, uh, yeah, Errol did follow me and seemed to hate Tim. So, um, yeah, I don't know who it was, but, uh, yeah, bye-bye, Errol. Now now it's gone, Kisby. Can you just clear it up? Was it, was it yourself? Uh, I think we both know that I barely have the knowledge um, necessary to create one account. I certainly don't have the knowledge necessary to create a second account. And it definitely wasn't me. I quite liked him, to be fair. I stick up for him occasionally. Well, he's, he's currently out there trying to get that nineteen percent in me with his um, with his with his ambulance friends. So let's wish him all the best on that one. That's why he's missing the pod tonight. But the transfer window has slammed shut. Um, thoughts on players in? Obviously, yes. Uh, was it yesterday? Transfer deadline day. We brought in Kobongo Shamangosh. I think you've been uh, practicing that, Sam, for when you've <laughs> you, you nailed it, Jared. You've been listening to. <laughs> Is it. that right? Uh, Correct. I think. I think you've. I think hundred percent there. Yeah. Happy days. Um, he's a player I have heard of before. Um, I think. I think he was at Boston at one point. Boston United um, seems to be prolific in the lower leagues. Um, I think. Where was he from? Chesterfield this time. Um, quite excited to see him play. I don't know. I don't know what you think to that signing, Sam. 
Yeah, I think I think it's one with potential, isn't it? He's got a good goal scoring record, as we've seen. And I mean, you talk about the impact on on commentators, Kabongo Shimanga. I think it's been a good transfer window in terms of that regard because we've got rid of Jack Marriott, Joe Tomlinson, and Joe Taylor. So we've got rid of all the Joes, all the Taylors, and Jack. So it's just Jack Taylor left standing because it was starting to get a bit ridiculous with people with a JT as their initials or. Jay is a starting name, so um, so yeah, good to good to have the clear out of Jacks, Joes, and Taylors to keep it nice and simple to to give room for Kabongo Shimanga, which is actually very satisfying to say. Um, but yeah, I think I think Darren Ferguson's been speaking, hasn't he, about how a, an injury has maybe set him back a bit. So I think it's only sort of seven league goals this season because when we signed him, I was going through the top scorers in in national league, thinking it'd be top, or you know, as is often the way, you look for the top few and he keep scrolling where is he where is he and yeah the 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 goals don't look great in terms of numbers this season but the overall record the fact he's had an injury um yeah excited to to see him play and um obviously different to to Jack Marriott in terms of coming up the leagues but we know Jack Marriott wasn't getting played anyway so um be interesting to see how how posh utilize him my first thought is I hope he's got a nickname because I'm never going to be able to get that out, am I? Cat Cabs, um, I think it is. Kibs, Kibs Cab. if you want Cabs, yeah. That's that, Kibsby, that's not the thing you went to the doctors with. That's something else. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know anything about him. I've just, what I've read online recently, he seems like a, a good player. He seems like he could have potential with us um what i will say is he seems to be coming off coming back from quite a bad injury is that right and i'm saying that and um there's no adage in football you're never the same after a bad injury um not always the case i know but can often be the case if it has been a bad injury then perhaps he might not be the player he potentially could have been before the injury. So um, it's a case of wait and see, isn't it? A case of we'll see how he how he plays for us. Um, he's going to play some sort of um, role in the team over the next few months. I think that's a certainty. I was disappointed to see Jack Marriott go. Um, he wasn't, Jack Marriott wasn't the future. We talk about him a lot on this pod. Um, for someone who hasn't really played much of a role in the team this season, I know he's played a lot of games, but it's been all very much coming on um as subs and we talk about him a lot and he certainly wasn't the future that's for certain but I think he would have tied us over for 12 months quite nicely and to get us possibly into the championship certainly into the playoffs um so I was a little bit disappointed um I don't think he's been treated particularly well I have to say this season I think he was a better player than we perhaps gave him credit for because we never played him really um so yeah but at the end of the day he's gone and you know you 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 crack on don't you look ahead sort of thing so i think this this person cabs has potential but we have to see whether he's coming back after that injury yeah i think going back to the shamanga signing um it's very much like a signing of of yesteryear with posh isn't it it's that non-league um prolific strike i know he's coming off an injury but it does it does remind me of the the glory day, so to speak, when we'd signed them, you know, Mikhail Smith McLean's. I know we've had a lot in between who who have not quite done the business, but no, I'm excited to see to see what you can do. Obviously, it looks like we're playing maybe just JCH, so it'd be interesting to see if he's just going to be a bench player and, and come on for that last twenty as as Marriott has been. Um, but yeah, you, you brought it up, Kisby. I think Jack Marriott leaving to Fleetwood. I think once we we'll touch on the Portsmouth game, but when he was not in the squad. I think we all knew that he'd, he'd be he'd be leaving. Um, I've raved about Jack Marriott for years. And I, for me, obviously, he's, I think he's one of the highest earners. So I understand it from a financial point of view. I should think he's on a lot more than what um, Shamanga will be on. Um, so business sense, I understand it. But I think a lot of the, what the reason, Kisby, you mentioned there, why the fans and, you know, us talk about him is because in the back, back end of the championship, you know, he, he tore... He, he was tore defences to bits at times, and he was—I think—he was excellent. Um, I remember QPR away, and there was, there was a few games where he just looked real quality. And like you, I've been so surprised to see him benched most of this season, and it's it's disappointing because I think again, Fleetwood, we play him in a couple of weeks' time, but I can see um, he'll certainly score against us. But I think he'll net a few between now and the end of the season if he's played correctly because he he I, is that I, good. 
I think it's an unwritten rule in football that ex-players, no matter how poor they are, no matter how shit they've been for us, they will guaranteed they will score against us when they play against us. So he will score a hat trick. There's no two ways about it. Get your money on now. That's Kisby's top tip. Get you get a couple of thousand on at least that he will score a hat trick because I guaranteed you he will, won't he? He will score against us. Um I have to say, we'll have scored five before he scores, so it won't really matter. But um, yeah, yeah, disappointing to see him go. He was he was a good player for us, and he possibly would have been a good player for us this season as well if he had been played a little bit more. But that, that's that's uh, this Cabs who's come in. He's not a real youngster, youngster though, is he? He's a little bit more of mature, so you'd expect him to be hitting the ground running, sort of thing. If he's got got over his injury, so. Hopefully he can he can be free scoring because one thing I will say right I mean it's been very very successful um, Fergie coming back I talked to you Sam a little bit about how you were totally and utterly wrong about how things when we last spoke on this pod um, but JCH in the last twenty minutes um, of the last game we played uh, against Portsmouth uh, he was not in the game and we looked a different team I thought in the, in the last twenty minutes to the preceding sort of seventy odd minutes so. Um, yeah, we do need a good striker. So if he's not a good striker, that will be that will possibly come back to haunt us a little bit. I think, but hopefully Sam, we'll... I don't um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you've been on the podcast since the return of Darren Ferguson. Um, no, I'm really interested. Obviously, you've had your ups and downs of them over the years with um, <laughs> interviews and whatnot, which was rather awkward. Listen, but. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Are you, are you happy to see him back? Not from a professional point of view, but as, as a fan. Um, I think it's it's almost difficult to remove yourself from the situation because I think if, if Darren was going somewhere else, then, it, you know, if it was the same club in the same position as Posh, you'd probably think, OK, that's, that's quite a good move. You know, there are lots of rumours that he was potentially going to Portsmouth, aren't there? And you think, OK, that would have been probably a good appointment for them both. Um but just because he's obviously had been at Posh three times previously, it does have that air of comic about it, doesn't it? And and everyone was sort of mocking Posh. I think, you know, Posh were clearly going to get rid of Grant. That was that was that was decided. Um and they you can see why they've gone back to Darren, because to be fair, they have been consistently saying they didn't want to get rid of him in the first place. He he um he obviously walked. Um, and so they, they were keen to get him back. Now, I'm not sure what necessarily that does for Grant, knowing that he was always number two and not necessarily wanted. And you wonder, was that sort of clear to him when he was when he was there as well? But, you know, they, they have been consistent, the owners, in saying, do we say three owners these days or two? I'm never quite sure. Um, but, yes, they have always been consistent in saying they didn't want him to go and wanted him back. So that's, that's fine. You can, you know, he's familiar, he's comforting for them, and he's done the business before. I've I still don't fully get what's in it for him. He left not wanting to go back into League One. He left not thinking the squad was strong enough. And essentially, those two things are the same. They're in League One with a similar squad. So I don't get what's changed, whether he just feels more refreshed. Obviously, if he doesn't get posh up or at least nearly up this season, where does he go from here? If he does... Is he going to stay or does he use that as a launch pad to go somewhere else in a championship team? I'm still not quite, quite sure what's necessarily in it for him, knowing that it's a fourth time as well and all the associations we speak about. So I'm still, I think my headspace is somewhat confused still, but obviously it's been a good start and, and that helps. Um, and let's hope that it is it does turn into to be the right decision come the end of the season. Just before we touch on Pompey, I think the, the chart on postponement's worth a mention. Um, ridiculously late in the day. I know I had uh, stacked off phantoms to go uh, to go and watch the posh that day. So we, we were almost at the ground and then, um, yeah, got told that it was off. Um, Kisby, I think you'd have been making your way, would you? Um, I was literally leaving my house because uh, when a friend of mine rang and said, don't bother because the game's been called off. Now, to me, it's no big hassle. You know, I live a few miles away from the ground. I've got a car. It's no, it's no big hassle if I get there and it's called off, right? It's a bit annoying, yeah. However, a lot of people have to travel a lot of miles, don't they? Um, and for um, because the owners then came out and said they're going to recompense people for um, travel times or anything like that, I actually 
ironically was flying in from Australia on that day in a premium economy class. So if you could reimburse me, Jason, for that, that'll be um, fine. But yeah, in all seriousness, a lot of people travel. It's not, the, in fact, I'd say the majority actually travel quite long distances to come and watch the podge because most of them don't actually live in Peterborough. So it is very, very annoying because people spend a lot of money on football. You know, it's not just a few quid here and there. It's the travel is a lot of the expense. So if you've traveled 30 miles or for some people follow the posh and travel 130 miles to get to the, the ground, you're going to be annoyed, aren't you? And the away fans, of course, some of them will have got hotels, you know, they've come for a, for a weekend out sort of thing in Peterborough, as you do. Um, and you're spending a lot of money. So it, it was farcical because, and I'll tell you why it was farcical, because A, is in the middle of January where it's cold, and B, it'd been cold for like a good week, in, in, you know, before. So it was always going to be very dodgy that it was going to, the game was going to go ahead. Um, and most people I would think would think, oh, it's going to be cooled off. But of course, when it's not cooled off, you think, okay, it's going ahead sort of thing. So it was very annoying for the vast majority, I should imagine, especially if you're away, of course. Definitely, but hats off to Dara and um, Jason who who come yeah. together and, and did a really good you know initiative of you know of repaying the fans. But again, it raises questions because it was very clearly said that it was Jason and Dara doing it. So again, it re- it raised that question of where you know where's Randy? I think that's what needs to be that's what needs to be asked. Um, Randy, if you are listening, come on the podcast and square it all up for us because there's clearly, I mean. Tim did really well with the Jason Neal interview and he, he asked that question. Um, so Randy had come out on Twitter just for the fans who have been living in a hole somewhere um, and said that he wasn't, um, he wasn't, you know, in the email chain in regards to the sacking of Grant McCann. Um, so Jason then come on here and said that he was, you know, it was a decision made by all three. So there's definitely some issues there. Um, I think Darren on his podcast as well as he's now referring to the ownership as him and as him and Jason. So very interesting to see what happens there. Um, where is Randy Kisby? <laughs> is that a metaphorical question or? No, do you know yeah. where he is? I don't know. It does seem that he's taken a back seat, doesn't it? And whether that's his decision that he's taken a little bit of a back seat or the other two owners have decided to slightly make him take a back seat, I don't know. Like you say, he's welcome to come on this pod and, you know, give his side of the story you know we don't take sides here we're here to for people to air their views at the end of the day we're here we're here to air our views uh we give um the any other fans who want to air their views we give them a chance and it's not a case you have to agree with us we've never said that you know nobody agrees with me ever you know it's not it's not a case of you have to uh, there is a reason for that though kisby uh i was right about fergie there wasn't i and grant mccann going sam Hold up, we're one, well, we're two games in. Let's rain in a little bit, shall we? Do you, know, do you know what? It seems like Fergie's been here for six months, doesn't it? And he's only had two games. It's, it's, it is sort of like, no, it, well, yeah, you just kind of reverse back into that, like, reset into that Fergie mode, don't you? Oh, he's back and here we are again, type thing. It just feels, one thing I feels, say, I, feels the I norm. Would, I would be interested to hear Randy's side of things, whether he's feel that he has been sidelined a little bit. And sometimes that happens, doesn't it? And when you get, three or four or five people involved in something, sometimes you can get sidelined a little bit or whether it's just a case of his interest. And it was always like the stadium, which I think that's possibly slightly the case. And because the stadium seems to not be progressing rapidly, then perhaps he may have naturally um, been slightly sidelined because as we all know, DMAC's always been about the football, hasn't it? And, and, I think Jason's have been been about other areas as well, and I think Jason over the years that he's been here has taken more and more of an interest in the club sort of thing, um, and which is to his credit, and I think he's very good. And and perhaps Randy's not a, like like we said about Jason, not a massive football man if we can use that term. And and he did not he like that, Kisby. No, but it, it it's 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 true. What we said is true, right? When we say you're not a football uh, man, we. That means, right, no, just listen, Jared, just listen, right, and let me explain myself. Right, you have to live, breathe and sleep football. I would argue Barry Fry is a football man because I, I believe that he has lived, breathed and, and, and spoken and slept football all his life. 
he's a football man. Jason, I don't think is that sort of type of person that's been interested in football. I wouldn't say that I'm a football man particularly, like some people are, because some people really do live football 24-7. I don't. I don't know much about the Premiership. I don't know much about other players in League One. Some people do, and I would say they're more of a football person than I. So What we said about Jason, I think, was true. No, you but he he explained it to be not true. You don't have to just because he doesn't wear a gold chain and talk like Del Boy doesn't mean he says he's not a football man, does it? I think anyone who goes and follows England abroad probably is able to contribute as you know to qualify as a football man. I I would say I'm a football man, but I have a switch off. You know, I can switch off from football, and sometimes I really need to. Um, Like it sounds like you do, Kisby. I'd still therefore say you're a football man. You're maybe not football mad and football obsessed, but I'd still say you're you're a football person. I like football. I like watching the posh. I like following the posh. But I wouldn't say I'm a football man because there's people out there with far more knowledge about other areas of football. And when I say a football man, I'm saying something that that really does understand the game of football and is very knowledgeable about not just one specific area. I I like to think I know a little bit about the posh, right? I don't know about other areas of, of football. So therefore, I would say there are more football men in the country than me for example and I think that holds true for Jason I wouldn't see him as a, as a real football football man I would say DMAC is more of a football man why are we talking about this at least you're saying that just DMAC is more out there he's more brash he's loud Jason is a very conservative man he's done coaching since he's been a young young lad himself. He's been involved in football. I think it's very harsh to say he's not a footballing man just because he's not brashing out there in the shitty blue blazer. I don't don't want to talk about this for ages, but I think when he came back and argued that he he was, I I didn't agree with with probably 70% of what he was saying. I, I have to say that. And, I, I, this is not this is not a derogatory thing about him. This is not knocking him because he has other areas of expertise that have been well utilised since he's been at his club. It's not knocking him. I just think that perhaps his in-depth knowledge of the game of football is probably less than certain other people. And like I say, I wouldn't say my in-depth knowledge is that great. So... You know, I'd say we're on equal par, me and Jason, really. Oh, sorry, sorry, Jason, sorry. <laughs> I think, I think, I think to try and get this back on track in terms of the ownership and the dynamics, it's, it's obviously when, when it would it be? Is it five years we're coming up to that that they joined? It was in a March, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, that beast from the east when it's freezing cold. Yeah, 2018, I think it was. And so five years now, next month, and it was always Dara was was the football. The football man, to quote a Kisby phrase, and um, and then Jason and Randy had sort of three main avenues of interest, didn't they? The fan engagement and the fan experience, sort of around match days, um, the commercial streams and the revenues, and making sure London Road wasn't just being used on Saturdays and Tuesdays between August and May, um, and driving other revenue through the club. Um, four avenues, sorry. Third being the training ground, and the fourth then being the stadium. Um, and, and whether Jason's naturally taken over all of those and, and, and Randy's been sidelined or has stepped back, whatever the reason, I, th- I think Posh fans, it's got to the stage now where, you know, you've got one person saying, I wasn't included in the emails. You've got another person saying, yes, they were. Someone is clearly not telling the truth. You've then got the, the new manager, the new old manager coming in and just saying that he was involved in discussions with with Jason and Dara and doesn't mention Randy's name. Um and all it's serving to do is to cast doubt and anxiety and unnecessary stress in, in posh fans who I think now probably deserve an answer. Whatever that is, I think clarity needs to be given to the situation. Um, it's you know This is a serious matter. It's a football club. People's interests are at heart. Um, and it may it may be it may be innocent. Who knows? It may be really light. It may be really silly. But I do think posh fans do now deserve to know what is going on. Completely agree. And uh, hopefully that comes out soon. So I think we posh fans do deserve an answer on that one. Back to deadline day before we went on that ridiculous uh, tandem. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we lost Jack Marriott. Um, he was sold. Um, JCH, there were some rumours in uh, later on in the day that there was um, some bids in for him, which I suppose is expected. He's, he's done really well so far this season. Um, the biggest thing, though, to come out of deadline day for me was Joe Taylor. Um, Kisby, with your lack of knowledge and the fact that you're not a football man, you've probably not heard of him. He <laughs> is one of the uh, Peterborough United strikers, obviously young lad, 
Um, played a little bit in the Championship last season. Um, I can't remember who he come in, who he signed him from, Sam. I can't remember if you remember. It was was it Roxham or Kingsland? I can't remember which way round it was. Yeah, it was someone from that level. Um, you know, he got I a bit of talent King, there, but Kingsland. Kingsland that seems to break. I, I, I think I think he went Roxham to Kingsland and then didn't long go to Peterborough right. afterwards, did he? I think Roxham's where he scored a lot of goals. Didn't really get a chance at Kingsland and then quickly came over to Bosch. I mean, I think it's fair to say, from what we'd seen of him, you know, there was no. No one was raving about him. I think that's a fair comment. Um, he seemed like a decent enough youth product, but again, 20 years old. Um, I thought his next move would possibly be a loan move back to that kind of level. Um, but we somehow signed, uh, sold him to Luton Town of the Championship for a reported 600,000. Um, so, yeah, I, that, I don't know about you two, but that really shocked me. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, you know, he may well have potential. We, we we don't know what he will go on and achieve. But I think if you look, if, if again, the figures to be believed that he was bought for 5,000, probably the reality is that it was a bit more and there were add-ons that increased the price and sold for around 600,000. Again, probably the reality might be slightly lower and that will be the ceiling price with add-ons. But but even still, if if they if those are the figures, then I think it has to be put down as a as a good, a good move for him and a good move for Posh. I think, to be fair, though, we are good at doing that sort of thing. Who, who was that other player we sold for a million pounds? He was absolutely useless. quite a few years ago now. can't remember. Silver Lopez, I think. You yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And, and we did a great did... deal with Connor Washington, didn't we? He only had a good yeah, sort of yeah. half a season and we ended up really... Um, I completely forgotten where he went to QPR, wasn't it? We absolutely hustled them by saying that someone else was interested when they they, they weren't. I think is is how it played out, and then QPR up their bid, and we got about two million for him. Best thing Graham Wesley did was to improve Connor Washington. Yeah, I mean, like I say, we we are quite good at that, to be fair. And I think that's Barry Fry's influence, isn't it? Because he is a wheeler dealer, and love him or hate him, and a lot of people don't like him at the posh. Um, you've got to give him credit for. He's he's good at what he does, sort of thing, and and if he can get that sort of money for a player who's certainly not proven, okay, it's not it's not mega money in in, in this day and age, isn't it? You know, because like your heating bill is about that a month nowadays, so it's not like big big money, but it's a decent amount of money for someone who perhaps made no impact when he was here, and and probably didn't have much of a future here because he wasn't clearly being given the opportunity to, and hadn't shown anything when he had been given the opportunity, so. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good bit of business, isn't it? And that's what we have to remember all the time, that Peterborough United needs to make money all the time. We need to make these sort of money to keep the club going. And I think people forget that sort of thing. And that's hard. Well, I'd say that's more than half of our problem, isn't it? That is why we can't establish ourselves in the championship, because we are a club that needs to make money all the time. Well, what I love about dead, deadline day at Peterborough United, there's always someone been spotted at KFC. Um, so we we threw the fishing line was, out. Was there. it Randy? <laughs> if it's Randy, Danny needs to get over there with a mic and get some answers. Um, Wombling Free said uh, Sariki Dembele. There'd been a rumour that um, obviously I think he I don't know if he did leave in the end, but yeah, he uh, went Bourne, to somewhere in France, didn't he? I that, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, um, fantastic player. But yeah, there was rumours that he was going to come back. Uh, Trevor Benjamin was there apparently looking for his penalty, uh, looking for the penalty ball. Um, and Johnny message saying uh, Kisby's been seen in uh, KFC topping up his loyalty points. I thought I'd be aimed at me more than you, Kisby, but yeah. I, the only thing I can remember about KFC is going there, talking to some posh fans, saying I'm one of the co-hosts of the Yellow Box name, saying I've never heard of it and I've never heard of you. Yeah, but who does that? Who goes in and says I'm a co-host? He, of he didn't even order anything, did he? He just walked straight back out again. <laughs> uh, I've seen the Rats video on Facebook. I'm not ordering from London Road KFC, that's for certain. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's KFC or Charters, isn't it? You have to Hang on, do we need to put a disclaimer in there in case it's not strictly true? <laughs> it is true. It is true. Rats were big, though. Yeah. Do you know what? I'd love Dembele to come back. And apparently all the Bournemouth, um, I went very high there, apparently um, all the Bournemouth fans are up in arms about it because they all think he's got a ball to play. So um, he was a fantastic player for us. I was 
a, a massive, massive fan when he left us because he was a very, very yeah. Good when player. you left, when he left, you was yeah. I wasn't I a fan to... at the start. He was bang average when he started here. And, and he I remember more... many years ago on this podcast, Matthew, I said to you, I would keep Dembele this summer, and you went really not for football. You wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, but he wasn't great at the start, but he did come good by the end of the by the, but mainly due to my constant moaning about him. I think he pulled his finger out and you know made himself into a good player. So right, um, yeah, I'd have loved him to come back, but it's never going to happen. Let, is it? Let's talk about the only game we've played since uh, since we last recorded due to the frozen pitches. Again, I was lineup wise. Um, there doesn't seem much of a difference. I don't think. I think we're playing a lot better since Fergie come in. We seem um, a lot more solid at the back. Obviously, um, Nathan Thompson's come in and played against his brother, didn't he? But we did look a lot more. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Solid at the back is what, is what I took from it. Yeah, I think, I think we've struggled at the back for, for a while, haven't we? And, and Frankie Kent's been sort of subject of a lot of fans saying he, he needs to go, he's not improving. Um, Ronnie Edwards maybe hasn't kicked on as much as people thought he would necessarily this year. Um, and yeah, obviously we know clean sheets away from home have was Port Vale the first one? I think it was, wasn't it? I don't think we've had a clean sheet away from home up until that point. Um, so under Grant at all, which is which is odd when you think how much he did improve our away form last season. So yeah, it's it's been really sort of disappointing at the back because you you know that championship experience, the back line broadly the same. So um, you'd like to have fancied his chances in in doing well and and, and being really tight. Um, so yeah, I'm not quite sure necessarily what went on there. Maybe it was the pressure from the rest of the formation because, like you sort of said earlier in the program, Jared Posh turned it around last season by playing Marriott and. Clark Harris and that was a large part of McCann's success I know there was Smodics in in there as well as part of a three but then to not sort of stick with what served him so well in the championship in league one seemed a little bit a little bit odd I know we swapped from three at the back and four at the back and with the wing backs and the full backs so it's never really consistent so hopefully that is one thing Darren can now start to do is just get that consistency in the back line which I think people would broadly agree is more important in the defensive area than it is necessarily up top when you've got attacking players who bring different skills to the to, to sort of each game. So, yeah, hopefully a, a few more clean sheets and, and a solid foundation for Posh for the for the second half of the season. Kisby, what did you think to Portsmouth? Um, we're a team transformed under Fergie. We really are. We were, he's his first two games, Portsmouth and Port Vale. Her- very tough games, very tough games that we would not have won under McCann, right? Um, Port Vale, I don't think, had conceded a goal for about three months at home, right? And we beat them 2-0, right? That was a very, very, very good victory. Portsmouth, we wouldn't have beaten under McCann because Portsmouth were big and strong and had a little bit of skill with them, right? First half, there wasn't much between the two sides, I didn't think. However, we we got those two goals. And I said, I said, right, there will be one goal in it. And I said, the team who scores first will win it. So I got it dead on right. And second half, we blew Portsmouth away. We really did. And we should have scored five goals. We should have scored five goals. How we didn't, I do not know, because the chances we were missing... Um, I did say at the time, I hope we don't come to rue this, but to be fair, although we might have got the rub of the green a little bit on some of the decisions, I mean, they're very, they're very questionable decisions. They could have gone either way. And, and we, 
fully deserve to win that game. We fully deserve to win that game. And I think the difference is not the defence has suddenly been stiffened up, although Thompson coming back in, I think, has, has, has done wonders for us. It's not that so much. We just look like a team that are having fun all of a sudden. We look like a team that want to win. We look like a team that are going to bully the opposition. None of these things were happening under McCann. That is why I said months and months and months ago that McCann was a dead man walking and it was a complete disaster that he'd been in and it was and we would we were going nowhere fast I said that this team is good enough to finish in the top six we wouldn't have finished in the top six under McCann we were falling and falling fast under McCann and and Fergie within two games I think has 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 turned our team around around and I think we looked like we enjoyed we, it was entertaining it was a damn good game against Portland and I enjoyed it I haven't enjoyed any of the games this season because they've all been so horrendously dull a lot of the time and it 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 just was a very good game of football to watch and I, I think that's the difference you could tell the players wanted to play more I think under Fergie and Fergie's Fergie's doing what Fergie does all the time he will inspire us into the playoffs in League One I think it will be very difficult but he will get us into those playoffs so you can already see that um, and we only need to finish six I've said that all season uh, I don't think we'll finish much higher I think there's seven teams in it, like I've been saying for a long time. And I think, are we five points behind? I've got the table here. Five points behind Barnsley at the moment. Yeah. So, you know, we were a few points behind, um, but I think that's well, well achievable. Um, and that's our first goal, isn't it? To get us into the into the players, which I think Fergie will do, because I just think the team looks transformed already horrendously dull is what you said Kisby I think you summed that up quite well mate well done um, or was he talking about your segment or, or football under Grant McCann um, <laughs> what my favourite part of the Portsmouth game other than it was a really good performance uh, like I said we should have won by more I thought uh, Jack Taylor was excellent absolutely mm. fantastic in the middle of the park uh, Joe Ward again under Fergie this is what he does um, yeah I, I thought we we were brilliant but my favourite part was when um Portsmouth scored their goal, which was ended up being disallowed, and obviously the away end went crackers. Um, anyway, did anyone hear that annoying bell? Constant. They come over. I know it come over the commentary, and when you was there, it's all you could hear is that uh, famous, um, famous Portsmouth fan with the, with a crazy Pompey hat. Chimes, don't they call him? What do they call him? The Pompey Chimes. Yeah, well, it didn't stop. It was horrendous. But the best part about it was, is when um, when they scored the goal, it was disallowed. They'd obviously let a flare off. And there was one fan who was like trying to stub it out like a cigarette <laughs> on like a brick wall. It's like, no, we look idiots. Get it off. Get it off. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the smoke but, back in it, were they? Or something. That's it, yeah. Um, let's fast forward to Saturday. Obviously, this, this should come out on Friday. So you probably already know the result if you're listening to it a little bit late. It's Ferguson v Ferguson, Forest Green away. That see, that's not an easy game. That one, I think they've um, they played a lot better under him for their first game. I think there was a way ended up losing in the last minute, but they will be up for it. There's no way you'll get any Duncan Ferguson team that is going to sit down and and you know take a bit of a beating. That they are going to be up for it. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, prediction, Sam, how do you think we'll fare against uh, Duncan Ferguson's Forest Green? Oh, I think. Um... Look, you're going away against bottom of the table. You've got to back yourself to win, haven't you? Um, and you'd be disappointed with anything else. So I'm going to go for a posh win. Might be tight. I mean, they got absolutely robbed, didn't they, against Shrewsbury last weekend? Um, so they'll be reeling from that. And you just wonder what that's done to their to their spirit. I mean, they're only four points off safety. They have played more than anyone else. So, you know, it's... It, there's there's lots to play for at the bottom, but that might just be that might have just really hit them last weekend. So hopefully Posh can um, can maybe catch them early on and, uh, and and really make them pay. But yeah, I think I think I think we'll get a win, which I maybe wouldn't have said a month or so ago. Um, and it'll be one goal in it. I think I can see nothing but a Posh victory. Now I think we've played two good sides, and I think we've played wellish in most of both of those games. So I think we will be get starting now to get a little bit of confidence, a little bit of belief back in us, which was sadly lacking under McCann, I thought. And I can only see a posh victory in this. I think it will be a comfortable 2-0 victory. I am going for 
1-0 posh, I think. Like Sam, I think it'd be really tight, but I'd like to see his nick it against, uh, against Forest Green. Um, it won't reveal too many games because obviously, preview, sorry, um, they might be called off, you never know. But obviously the next game after that is Bolton at home. So mm. two tough games there. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how we fare. But again, Ferg is back. So let's see, let's see what happens. Um, um, looking at the table, we are seventh just outside the playoffs. Um, played the same amount of games as Barnsley, who are sixth. And like you said, kids be five points off. So looking at that, it's still a way to go. Um, I think, yeah, as when Dan Ferguson come in, the top two, they've gone. So it purely is the playoffs. And I think top three as well, probably top four has gone. So we're looking at that fifth, sixth position. Um, there's some strong teams in there this year, though. You say Plymouth are smashing it their top. Sheffield Wednesday, Ipswich, Derby, Bolton and Barnsley. For me, I think the only one to drop eye up there, you, you probably are looking at, at Barnsley. Bolton, again, did well in the transfer window. I think they're they're going to start to climb the Football League again they? after the turbulent few years they've had. So it's going to be tough. I'm I'm not so confident. I know you're confident because we will get sixth, but I just feel there's a lot of competition this season. I'm worried about the the ground we've already lost out on. Really, I think it might be a straight race between us and Barnsley now. Already this early in this, well, it's not early in the season. You know what I'm saying? It's still a long way to go. I think it could be a straight fight. I think there's probably not much between those two sides, and and it will it will come down to who's got the mental toughness. I think. It, and and I, I think that could well be us, actually. I think we'll get a little bit of momentum going and I think we will get closer and closer to Barnsley and hopefully we will be mentally tough to um, to just get over the line. That's all you need to do. We don't need to be above them any time soon. We just need to be above them last, after the last game of the season and I think it will go down to the wire because Barnsley are on the bad side, I think. So, um yeah. It's it's that mental toughness that 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 will see one of those two sides into the playoffs, and then the real then the really difficult part will start, won't it? Because getting through the playoffs will be very difficult this season. Very you difficult. Are, I was talking to talking to the producer Danny about playoffs a little while back, and a lot of football fans don't like it. And I think as a neutral, I think the playoffs is a you know a great thing. But to be in them, you're right. It, it's it's hard work, and it? it it's awful actually to to actually watch your team in the playoffs because it's you can you can be you can finish third, uh, you missed out on automatics by you know one point, and a team twenty points behind you, you know, come in at sixth and 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 you lose to them. So I think we'll be that sixth team this year, but you never know. But it's yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, but again, mental strength comes into that, don't it? And I think again under Fergie, that's something we've always. You know, we've never lacked really, have we? So that is a plus. And I just, you know, I just wouldn't necessarily yet. Let's see what happens when we play them at home, of course. But I wouldn't say the Bolton out of Posh's reach just yet. It's nine points. I know that they've played three games more and you'd always rather have the points on the board. But if we were, you know, to win on Saturday and then beat them at home, then, then the, the, you know, even if they win their game this weekend, then what six points behind with three games in hand on them? They're they're suddenly a lot more catchable. I think Derby are on such a strong run of form, aren't they? Wins across the board. Ipswich a little bit of a wobble recently, but have probably picked up enough points that they'll 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 be in there. Um, and Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth are probably going to end up being your your runaway too. Um, Plymouth possibly would have dropped off by now if they were going to. Um, and Sheffield Wednesday just on such good form like Derby. So, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say Bolton are unreachable <clears throat> yet. And they're a big club, aren't they, Bolton? You know, and it's good to see them coming back. Um, I just hope they wait a season so we can get back up there before they do. Sam, I've seen your message. We should be wrapped up then. You anyway by then. And I shall allow you um, just to talk now constantly and I won't interrupt you at all so you can get plenty of air time. Well, it's all right. People don't want to hear me all the time, trust me. I don't Fuck want to hear me all the time. So. You're right on that one, yeah. Well, shut up then, now and again. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a terrible link for it. Uh, Kisby, this is your time to shine. We've brought back out of retirement, not Jim, uh, on a deal into the end of the season only, the Fergie in outer meter. <laughs>
You're doing great, honey. See, this was, it was always very tongue in cheek, weren't it? But the amount of abuse we used to get for it, which we haven't got this time. Uh, 232 votes, uh, Fergie in 84.5%, Fergie out 15.5%. I think it's, I know it's jokes aside, I think it is interesting because I've, I aired my opinions regarding, you know, Darren Ferguson coming back, similar to what Sam said. Um, you kind of know what you're getting, but maybe it's for another club. And, you know, I stand by that. However, you just feel at ease when he's here almost. I know... That's because he's bloody successful. That's why. Yeah. Do you know what? But it, no. it was it was a laughable decision, but it was the right decision. And I said that. Yeah, yeah I'm not so sure on that. But like I say, you do have that sense you of security. You are too, Jared. Uh, yes. Listen, I'm all for it. I hope he, I hope he, I hope he does the business. But and um, there are a few comments on that. Uh, the Yanks said it's time to go. We've seen enough. Two wins and two simply isn't good enough. Uh, Clifford Jenkins said, struggling here. I was against him coming back, um, but he's done something good. Maybe uh, have a middle metre. Uh, Jessica said, I want him in permanently. In League One, who else is better at the posh? Um, posh plus Fergie equals promotion. Uh, and Owen Simmons said, no, we need a new idea in the summer. I just want to be left in a good position. Now, I think that's a really good comment from um, Owen because... Obviously, it's been touted as a deal to the end of the season. I know we've heard that before. Fergie did seem adamant on it. Um, round the table then, Tam. Uh, Tam, fuck me. Round the table, Sam, I'll start with you. Um, do you want Fergie to stay on or does it, you know, is it completely performance-based for you and see see how the uh, the season goes? I'm not sure, Tarrod. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh, someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm fairly sure that this was the situation last time, wasn't it? That he came in and then Absolutely. it was on a deal to the end of the season and felt the players didn't take him seriously enough and so wanted that that confirmation of the contract. And and interestingly, the you know, he was quite silent, wasn't he? From when he left last February after the Derby game to when he came back, there was not a peep out of Darren other than the interview he did for the coach's voice. If you haven't read it, go back and read it again because it is very interesting. And in there, he says that he's taking his time and he's, you know, this isn't word for word, but essentially he was saying he's waiting for the next thing to be a project. He wants it to be a, a project, a long-term a long-term appointment. That's the feeling you got. So if he does get them up and with that in mind, he's going to want to stay on. Even if he doesn't get them up with that in mind, if he gets them close, has a you know an enjoyable few months, then is he going to want to stay on again? And then the debate comes of his ability in the championship and his success versus failure rate. And that one season where Posh has stayed up versus what happened at Posh the first time, you know, last season, his spell at Preston as well. Um, you know, he's obviously desperate for that for that shot at the in the championship again, or will if he gets Posh up or even close, think right? Can I can I land myself a, a championship job? with someone else. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see. I wish we could see all different scenarios. Posh not get anywhere close. Posh get close and Posh go up. Live three different worlds all at once and see what happens. Clearly we can't. Just, <laughs> just to t- uh, touch base on that, Sam, because it's a good point. It's something I brought up on the first podcast coming back after Fergie's uh, reappointment, the Coach's View interview, which, like you say, if, if you've not looked at it, even now, it's not you know, it's not out of date as such. There's some really good points in there which Fergie makes, which I agreed with a lot of things he said, but I wouldn't say it was a swipe, but he did, you know, he did take a bit of a, a dig at the club and say that, you know, once we were at that level, obviously we've got our limitations, but the ambition necessarily probably wasn't there. Now, you know, he's come back to get the club promoted. So, yeah, you say promotion, you know, he'll want to stay. But will he? Because, again, them limitations are still going to be there. He's going to be in exactly the same position he was, you know, two years ago. Um, so, you know, it's a very interesting scenario if we do go up as to, you know, what he will do. Now, is he just doing it to add another promotion to his CV, like like you say there? And quite possibly, and, you know, would someone give him another chance? So it's going to be interesting. I'd like to, I'd like that three scenario thing as well, Sam. Let's, um, it's not going to happen, but maybe we should, uh, <laughs> 
try and play it out on Football Manager or something like that. <laughs> Simulate it. I think, I think the thing to be said, though, is that, you know, you say, does he want another promotion to his CV? I don't know what you two think, but I think if he did, if he did do it and Posh did go up, I know this is the earliest he's ever taken charge of them. It's always been January, but this was the earliest. If he does take them up, I think this would probably be the best achievement of the lot in terms of League One promotion under him, considering how... how we were feeling and how we were playing and our results and the fact that we were seemingly on a downward slide. Um, I, I don't know what you two think, but that, that, that would be my thoughts that it's the best one of the lot. I don't normally like to agree with my co-hosts, um, but I think you are hundred percent right on that. I think it will be a really tough to get us into the championship. So if he achieves it, I think that will be, it won't seem like it's a great achievement, but it probably will be, to be fair, because it, it will be so tough. This nonsense I keep hearing about, um, apparently there's strong rumours that Fergie's going to end up replacing Barry Fry. I'm not having any of that. No way. Sure. Maybe, Barry's, maybe Barry's, Barry's on the way out. He probably is, because how old is he now? He's getting on. 77, it, I think. He was on the same table as you, when he, Kisby? Uh, he was slightly, yeah, he was, he was below me at school. So yeah. he, he he was on the uh, he was on the benches on the assembly while she was on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um just going back to the Fergie in or outer meter, just for a one off, just um to celebrate Tim Stoodley's rants about or rants about, I should say, about um a, his a rants. <laughs> yeah. Well we seem to you're not you're not a football man. man. You're not a football no, man. You, not, you, no, did you say that while eating some pasta? <laughs> I'm, I'm more I'm more of a, you know, polo man myself, but there you go. Other sweets are, of course, available. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, um, we're going to have a, a, just as a one-off, we're going to have a, a D-Mac in or out meter just for a just for a change. And it'll only be a one-off because I don't want him to cancel my seat this season ticket. So, um, uh, but the Fergie in or out meter will be back by popular demand for the rest of the season. So, yeah. We are quickly running out of time. So just to wrap up, um, around the table, it's a tough one because there's so many different scenarios. End of the season, do you want Kis- uh, Kisby to stay on? Knows the answer to that. <laughs> do, you want, do you want Darren Ferguson to stay on, Kisby? Yes or no? Uh, 100% yes. 100% yes, because he's a good manager and I enjoy the football under him. Sam? Yes. Yeah, do you know what? I, I, I think I would go yes as well. It goes against everything I've said, but I just like security and i like um... you know what do you know what I, I i wouldn't be surprised if we do a pod in the future and it's we're about to go to wembley that would not surprise me in the least and we'll all be excited won't we we'll all be saying nervous, nervous. we will be nervous but we'll be saying what what a great day out it will be because we'll be up against a good team i don't know sheffield wednesday he'll be bringing nine hundred and fifty thousand fans and we'll be bringing our 37 and it'll be like it was against Huddersfield, won't it where we're playing a big team a good team with lots of fans and we'll beat them properly so we're in the championship Just and then it'll be third out, won't it yeah, exactly. we'll Quickly, it. Sam, before we let you go, uh, Sam, we need to agree on the Tony Award winner for January. Best player for January uh, for Peterborough United? <laughs> what was it, two games? Um, let's go Mason Clark. Mason Clark. January, uh, Kisby, January, your player of the year? Yeah, of the yeah, year? What's going I... on of the month? I think that's a good shout, actually, because he has been... Uh, the whole team has played well, so I would be tempted to give it to the whole team because I think it's they've played oh, really well. God. Um, You're not a football man. You're not a football man. I'm not. Um, no, I'm telling you, I'm not. Anyone who listens to this pod knows that, to be fair. Um, I, I'll go with Mason Clark as well because I think he's 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 looked really, really good, I think. Guys, can we save the pod? Kisby's agreed with me twice in about two minutes there. Yeah, this is this is weird. Having said he I doesn't will... agree with his co-hosts, we'll take that. <laughs> 100%. Let's, let's wrap it up before he disagrees with us. Uh, thanks for listening. To this. I don't know what's going on with me. Bring back Tim Stoodley. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Edelbot. Don't forget to subscribe and please please leave us a review and rate the podcast on Spotify. It will help us climb the podcast charts. Join us in just over a week. Uh, well, we'll see if Kisby's right again. If he is, he's going to get uncomfortable listening. This is uh, Up the Posh. <laughs>
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.